the deepest questions, the darkest intuitions. This is The Moral Trigger. So I listen to a lot of Joe Rogan podcasts, and one of the things that he talks about is sensory deprivation tanks. He always says how great they are for relieving stress and helping you really understand your mind. And so he has one in his house, which would be awesome, but there's one in our local place downtown. And so my roommate for my birthday just got his tickets to go to one. I'm, we actually just got back not too long ago. I'm recording this as the effects are still kind of lingering. Now, when I was in there, there was a couple things that I noticed that I wanted to talk about to everyone. So there was a couple stages that happen when you go in, when you go under the water. Now the water is filled with salt and it's very warm. It's not too warm though. You feel it's like perfect to your skin. And so what they do is they put you in this tank and they close everything off. And your brain, for what really is like the first time, doesn't have any sensory information coming in. Now this experience is different for everybody. I'm just going to tell you what happened with me, and I found it pretty fascinating. So the first stage when I got in was kind of my mind was just restless. I couldn't stop thinking about really everything. I didn't know what I was going to experience. Joe Rogan talks about it kind of makes you trip in a way. So I didn't know if that was going to happen. So I guess you just say my mind was just wondering, going crazy. And then the second part that happened to me was a little bit of paranoia. My brain just started thinking about honestly the worst things that could happen while I was in there. Say the tank could lock and I couldn't get out and it was honestly kind of warm inside, so I was wondering what if I don't breathe and, or I can't breathe and I pass out and what if something happens outside and I can't, really just all these horrible things flooding my head. And I'm not sure if this is normal, but I know when some people say smoke weed or for the first time they get really paranoid. So I'm assuming that's kind of what it was. Then the third stage, what happened was a physical restlessness. Like I just couldn't stop moving. The tank was a little bit bigger than my body, but it wasn't that much bigger to where I kind of bumped around and moved a little bit. But so I wonder if this wouldn't happen as much if I was in a bigger tank where I couldn't really feel anything, but I couldn't stop moving. And I kept trying to do these meditation techniques, especially the breathing one that Sam Harris talks about. Forgive me, I don't know what it's exactly called. But so I started trying to meditate, and but I couldn't stop doing that. And then the fourth stage that happened was all of a sudden I figured it out what I had to do to really feel this calmness and to really just start to meditate. I really started to think of myself as like a creature in the universe. It's, it's hard to explain, but that's really the best way that I can put it. And it really just had me thinking about all these different stages happening in the mind when you're just, when I was just sitting there, late floating there, whatever you want to call it. And it just made me realize there really isn't such thing as a coherent self. You really, there wasn't just one part that was me. It was just all these different things happening. And you really don't realize this until you take a step back. When we got out of the tank, the guy that worked there had said, one thing you'll notice is that everything is just passing by. Say when you get back in your car and drive home, everybody's in a hurry and everything's so quick. And he was right. When we got out, we noticed just, we were so calm and we noticed everybody was in a hurry, everybody's in a rush. and it just made me kind of step back and realize what really is me? What is my identity? And this is something that I just think everybody really needs to experience. You really, it's hard to really explain what it feels like to not to re really experience yourself just not as a coherent self. You just, 
for for instance, or for example, there was one point when I noticed my paranoia and I literally just stopped. I said, okay, this is pointless. What is this going to do? So it's like I had a little conversation in my head and all of a sudden my mood just changed. It was like I could pick what kind of mood I wanted to be in. And I realized you can do this anytime. It's say all the anger is, is just a state of mind. You can literally, how can you be angry for longer then it takes you to realize that you're angry and you don't want to be angry anymore. I don't know if that makes complete sense, but the best way to, the best thing that I, or the main thing that I want to point out is that it really opened me to what our minds are. And I just think everybody needs to take a step back. You don't necessarily have to go pay for a sensory deprivation tank, but maybe try meditation, do some, find some way to disconnect because with the way our minds just constantly tuned into our computers and catching the latest news, trying to figure out what Trump just said. It's important to just step back and really take the time to figure out what's inside of your mind. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to further this discussion, please go to www.themoraltrigger.com and comment on our blog. You can also become a monthly subscriber to our newsletter. You can give a one-time donation through PayPal. And lastly, you can become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash themoraltrigger. Through your support, we're able to keep the discussion going and make sure that none of us are silenced.